startled when he heard us. He grabbed my arm. Georgia, I had a vision of you. Of me? I asked. The hair on the back of my neck stood up, and I pulled my arm out of his grip. Yes, he said dramatically. You will have a visitor. His face was grim as he said it. Even though I really don't fancy myself a believer, goosebumps rose on my forearms. What kind of visitor? Scott asked. Before the psychic could reply, Cheryl bustled into the room. What a scene outside. I'm glad we've captured everything, she said, unable to contain the giddiness from her voice. Scott laughed. Yeah, it'll make a great promotion commercial. Right, Cheryl? Absolutely, she said. Oh, she turned toward me. I meant to tell you. Your father and Becca will be joining us for dinner tonight. Relief flooded me. I looked at the psychic. I guess that's my visitor, I said. Cheryl and my father had been dating since they first met on the reality TV set of Love or Money, where my father had joined me for moral support. Right now, Dad was in the middle of his harvest season, so he'd stayed behind to work. Ordinarily, Scott and I would have helped him with the harvest, but because of the production timeline, my best friend, Becca, had agreed to help him in our stead. Who's Becca? Bert asked. My assistant, Cheryl said. Speaking of which, she poked the crew member attending the historian on the shoulder. What's going on here? Do we need a medic? He shook his head. No, she's going to be fine. It's just going to take a few minutes. I think I have some smelling salts in my kid. If you'll stay with her, maybe I can get them. Cheryl waved a hand, dismissing him. He bolted out of the room, but before he could return, the historian's eyes fluttered open. She struggled to raise her head. I dropped to my knees and held her hand. It's all right, I said. You fainted. You'll feel better in a moment. She blinked rapidly. The birds, the awful pounding. It was terrible, wasn't it? She asked. Yes, I said. The migration was largely over now, but the wind howled through the broken window, drowning out my words. The historian shivered. I patted her arm. You have some time to rest. We're done filming for the day, and there's going to be a crew dinner tonight. Cheryl nodded. Cast and crew dinner in about an hour. You all can take a break. I'm going to find some crew to clean the birds out of the castle. I helped Martha to her feet. Scott took one arm and I took the other, and together we walked her down the precarious steps. Father Gabriel was on his way in from the outside. Martha, he said. Are you all right now, dear? Yes, she greeted him. I don't know what came over me. I found the whole thing rather frightful. He took her from us and escorted her outside. Some fresh air will do you good, darling, he said, as they walked out together. Scott looked at me. Well, I guess we got an hour to kill. What do you want to do? Walk around the castle? Heck no. I pushed the doors open to get us to the outside. Let's stay outside for a while. Let the crew get rid of the birds on the inside. He laced his fingers through mine. 
That sounds like a great idea. We walked toward the dead birds that littered the garden area. Predators will come tonight, I said. He laughed. Predators of all kinds. Yes, I agreed. This show is going to take a toll on me. We have a good chance of winning, though, he said. Think of that. Your dad can use the money to rebuild the farm and... He hesitated. What is it? I asked. We'd been wanting to get the money so we could finally take our vacation together. Hopefully get married. But since the accident, Scott hadn't talked much about our relationship. He shrugged. Nothing. I... never mind. Something about his demeanor bothered me. I knew it was tough on him after the mugging in Spain. He'd suffered a head injury and had even been in a coma for a week. Now at time.